Hello, hello there. My name is Moria with my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two E's. Now we've got a packed show for you today and we are number one platform on the airwaves and YouTube for pop culture, film and television discussion. As always, I'm calling you by my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing good. Do you want to know why I'm doing good, Murray? Why are you doing good? Because Bustin makes me feel good. Bustin makes you feel good. <laughs> As so, a segue if you want one. Great. If that isn't a, a hint, viewers, to what we're doing today... Um, actually, at the time of recording, uh, the date is the eighteenth, uh, sorry, eighteenth of November, twenty twenty-one, and it is the release of Ghostbusters Afterlife here in the UK, which is the sort of spiritual sequel, sort of uh, soft reboot sequel, Ghostbusters three to uh, Ghostbusters one and two. So today, in honour of that, in honour of the release, we got, we've got it dead on, Corey. Aren't we have. Us? We have. This is definitely intentional. It is definitely intentional. Not something we just thought of last week and i think even said on the air yeah we did something that we said during our last week's episode we are reviewing ghostbusters the original ghostbusters 1984 a film that's that's very close to Corey's heart i understand well you know i, I just happen to have been listening to the whole yeah listen to the theme song for multiple times today yeah yeah to get yourself in the mood so what's your first experience let's ask let, we always do this we always seem to start with what is our yes. first experience of this film to get us warmed up i'm gonna get some flack for this from all the film students all right Technically, this was my first time seeing Ghostbusters. I was drinking, Corey. I would have done I a heard spit that. take. I heard that. I would have done <laughs> for your first time seeing Ghostbusters all the Techni- way through. Te- yes, I would say technically because I've essentially. What's the seen, technical? What's I've the technical about the it? Film, mm-hmm. But I've not sat through the whole film like, all in once. But I have essentially seen the whole film in different parts, different sections, and before. Okay. But I've never sat down and watched it start to finish. Um, well, I well I have, but it was many many years ago. Yeah, I believe I was very small yeah. and very young, and they, it may have been on television or something. You know, you put it on like ITV yeah. and, like around I mean, Christmas that's, time. That's what I mean. It's like the the amount of times I've seen it on ITV and I've caught it like halfway through, or I've caught it near the end, or I've caught it at the start. And yeah, up, yeah, it's like I've seen so many different sections, but not once until now have I sat through the whole thing. Okay, well, that was my first experience. Just watch. I think I did see it all the way through when I was just young. Yeah, on the Christmas time, you know, you catch Ghostbusters and I'll watch it. <laughs> Christmas time, you know, it's yeah, around Christmas time. They always show like you know Harry Potter and, and yeah, but I mean Harry Potter has like Christmassy themes. I don't think Ghostbusters. Does Ghostbusters have Christmas? I don't know. I don't know. If I think Ghostbusters. it does. Ghostbusters are like Halloween, I guess, for ghosts. But <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let Let's sort of dive in, shall we? Um, yes. I did. I did a bit of research before. Initial title wasn't actually Ghostbusters. Because because there was um, an old television series that was called The Ghostbusters. So they were going to either call it Ghost Stoppers, Ghost Breakers, or Ghost Smashers. Which I think Ghost Smashers sounds pretty cool. It doesn't quite have the same, no, no. same ring to it, does it? And you see the concept for this film came from sort of Dan Aykroyd's past. Because his family was sort of involved in, um, hmm. involved in sort of belief and fascination with the paranormal. His father had... Uh, a book i wrote a book called the history of ghosts and his mother was always a a, a skeptic and uh, his great-grandfather was like a not like a priest but like a spiritualist mm. or involved in sort of the occult and stuff like that so and in 1981 he read an article on quantum physics and parapsychology uh, called the journal of the american society for physical research uh, which gave him the idea to you know how to trap spirits how to uh, trap ghosts and 
then there was the uh, sort of an adaptation of the of the sort of com- comedic ghost films of the mid 20th century mid 20th century sorry like you know um, bob hope was in sort of well they get like mm. a, they'll get like a comic actor they'll get like a comic actor like um jim St- james stewart and stuff and they'll like have him run away from like a from like a floaty apparition ghost and like a matte painting you know yeah Dan Aykroyd wrote the film for initially John Belushi and Eddie Murphy and himself. But okay. I think Eddie, Eddie Murphy was filming um, Beverly Hills Cop. Then John Belushi, unfortunately, passed away during uh, early stages of the script writing. So then they got in Bill Murray to, to, to take Murphy's part. Which, you know, he's a funny, you know, they're getting another comedian. Howard Ramis just wanted to take Egon because he felt like no one else could do it above <laughs> him. Yeah. Which is nice to get yourself in the film. And I have to say that Egon is my, fa- Egon is my favourite Ghostbuster. See, I knew this question was going to come up. Oh, really? I have a favourite Ghostbuster. I knew, I knew he was going to ask it. Um, Egon's good. Yeah. And I, I like Egon. Uh, I do like Winston, though. Do you? Yeah, which I feel like is probably the least oh. popular choice, but I quite I like him. Go... Right, well, here's my reasoning. I like Egon because okay. he, he's, he's so straight yeah. that, it's, that it's funny in the way that sometimes you get a straight, a straight man and the joke is that, oh, the straight man is stranger than the strange man. Right, yes. Monty Python does that a lot. Yeah, but the thing is, the Egon is so straight that it never ever drops ever, and I'm like, that is that's really funny. Like one of my favorite things is, um, as I say, that they say that 90% of this film was ad libbed. Yes, or something like that. Like a lot yeah. of it was just Bill Murray riffing, and they managed to. Because not a lot of films work like that. I was going to mention also the um, there's the scene where Lewis is having the party. Mm. And it's go around every single guest and trying to talk to them, and it's all one shot, and all of that is is on the spot. None of that's yeah. Great. But I I I adore him around. I think he's great. He's really good. Um, I'm a big Spaceballs fan. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> I think I've recommended fan. that before. Have you or I have? I might one have done. Have. One of us have. One of us must have recommended Spaceballs. Because maybe I would have recommended Spaceballs if it was my rec this week. Maybe I would have recommended Spaceballs. Yeah. But it isn't, unfortunately. It's yours. It's mine. Mm. Winston's a bit of a fun character himself, you know. I liked him. As a character, I liked him. Oh, he also added, I guess, in a way, he's the only one that, or at least he's the only one that mentions the fact that he's religious. And yeah. So it kind of adds a whole thing, like, he thinks it's the end of the world and that's why everything's coming back and whatnot. The discussion, yeah, the discussion, and I really like that scene, actually. It's I a good scene. Kid, I think as a kid, I may have been mentally removed from it because it's just two people talking in a car. But, yeah. now, but and, you know, they're not firing lasers at ghosts and there's no, you know, practical ghost effects or whatever. There's nothing for me to gawk at as a child. Yeah, exactly. But listening to it now, it's actually quite profound. You have the opposite side, which is this film has a very good product placement. Does it? Twinkies. Oh, I've never that's really... Not, I, right, I've never That's had not a, a comedic joke. That, that's like a Wayne's World situation where he's holding a Domino's box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like a Pepsi can. It's the same mm. thing. It's just talking about a Twinkie. It seems natural. Mm. It's like, oh, you yeah, would talk about a Twinkie. Yeah, well, if you've got one in front of you, okay, here's a, here's a thing... It's going to be bigger than this. Yeah. It's a you big know. Twinkie. Zach, I, lo- I love that line so much. The amount of times I kept repeating that. What? Saying it's a, that's a big Twinkie? That's a big Twinkie. Yeah. yeah. It's all the time. I don't know why. I don't know about one line crap me up. I have no idea. Well, is that, that is, it's going to be a big Twinkie. But I've never had a Twinkie. I, I have. Are one. they but like, what are they like? They are, if you imagine like a sponge cake kind of texture. Right. With yeah. like this, um, I would say cream. Like, is it whipped cream? Is no, it's not. It's a thicker. It's like a thicker, not quite liquidy, but it's not as it's like, like clotted, clotted cream. Yeah, it's not as like squishy as as foam cream. It to be fair, oh. they're not that great. They weren't bad, 
They're not great either. This is now turning into a discussion of how to accurately describe the consistency a of a yeah. Twinkie. Tell you something we can accurately describe the consistency of. Uh, that's Slimer. Let's talk about the let's talk about the ghost effects. Yes. Right? Let's talk about the ghosts in Ghostbusters or Ghost mm. Smashes or whatever we can call it. <laughs> let's talk about the con- smashing makes me feel good. <laughs> that's going in the compilation. Right. We have um, we have the ghosts themselves mm. and. Some, right, sometimes the effects are great, and sometimes yeah. the effects are very 1984. Yeah. Because Slimer looks looks good. He's a practical Slimer's effect. Yes. Right? He still looks good to this day. He's a practical effect. He's a puppet. He's really there. Yes, I know he's been CGI to make him look like he's see-through and whatever. Yeah. But the, there's behind-the-scenes footage of, of the puppet, and it, look, it looks great, you know? He looks good. His arms are moving. His jaws going up and down. He looks fantastic. What a take! Yeah, slime is really right? good. Also, the the sort of the zombie the zombie ghost taxi driver in the New York yeah. and that bit. He looks that looks great as well. That's enough. It looks really good. That's the, that's a weird one for me because Puppet effect. Yeah. Because everything else is a ghost and see through, and he's just there, and isn't well, see through. Well, I don't think you're supposed to question it. To be honest, <laughs> he's just a ghost. Yeah, but know? he's not even see through. I'm like, why does he look different? <laughs> well. He's not, I guess he's not even see-through, but I think you're not supposed to really question the logic. Yeah. Logic also, what happened to that guy? Are ghosts? Are they zombies? Where did he what take him? To what guy? The guy who got in a taxi. Where did he take him? I know he just drove him around the city, I guess. What happened to him? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it's like the, the, the library ghost as well. Looks great. The long arm. Yeah, the library ghost really good. The long arm monster with the big mouth. That looks wonderful as well. Um, the practical effects on those. on um, Should we call them by the names? Kind of. The the Zor and um, yes. Vince Clortho looks look absolutely great. Those sort of demon um, dogs, the uh, and they're sort of them. This is right. The amount of the uh, of the, this film is shrouded in like sort of um, demigod mythos. Yes, and and it's less even about ghosts. I'd say it's more about like. The, the sort of paranormal occult mythos of this of Goza and and Zor and everything like that and I feel like that's that's also a world in itself like I, I, I always want a prequel film of all this kind of stuff <laughs> but it's that interesting and it's glossed over and I'm like what yeah but that's that's great but that's also bad I'm like why is it I want to know more why is it glossed over but also it's brilliant it's not being glossed over yes because the fact, um, or, or the fact that it is, or the fact that no one seems to, people, it's, it's just mentioned offhand. They like, oh, who are we fighting? Oh, it's this shape shifting god of destruction from ten thousand years ago, who's been worshipped, and this building's built, been built with like a massive spire to summon the god. Oh, who could have done that? Oh, I don't know. But the fact that it's mentioned so offhandly, I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. Because that makes me, that makes me want to want want to know more. Yeah. But, but despite the fact I'm never probably going to know more unless there's like a comic or a book about it, there might be. But um. Apparently, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the uh, zombie taxi driver just becomes a taxi driver. Oh, right. Okay. I've Googled it. Apparently, he literally appears in other stuff and is just a taxi driver now. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but we have... Um, back to back to Goza and Zool, yes. if we can. Um, those effects on those... Uh, whatever they're called. They're, they're, sort of de- they're sort of demigods themselves. Those like demon hell hounds, dog Yeah, things. the dog things. They look, they, up close, they look great, right? Yes. 
Oculus, oh, the, the horns are moving. He's got red eyes. He's going, ah, oh, you know, it, they look wonderful. They look uh, absolutely fantastic. But when they're sort of moving, mm. they, they, they're not there. Yeah. They're, they're stop motion, stop motion, claymation type movements. And, you know, they crash, they crash into Rick Moranis's party and they're moving around like they're, like they, you know, on on um, on tenterhooks. It's yeah. I mean, some of his film does use stop motion for like the ghost effects if the ghosts are yeah uh, moving stuff, and sometimes it's fine. It, it's what it is. If it's a close up shot, you can sort of mask it in effects and stuff yeah. like that. If it's like a close up shot and it's your only thing moving is for stop motion, it's fine. But when mm. you kind of mix for stop motion with the real world and stuff, that's when it gets a bit weird. Yeah. Do you know that uh, Gozo was initially going to be played by Pee Wee Herman? Really? Yeah. I'm kind of glad we did not bit. do that. Yes, exactly. Well, no, I feel like Gozo looks better how... how yeah. How he does. It's like very... Um, it's got like a very... Word, uh, well, it's neither male nor female kind of yeah, exactly. form. And you don't really know what the what it is about it. So I feel like that makes it almost quite... Uh, that gives it that sort of ethereal sort of look, this shape-shifting god that can kind of become anything. Mm. Has this sort of um, sort of look where it's neither male nor female. You don't, you don't, you can't really tell. So I like I like that a lot as well, especially for the the, the character and the sort of it's like this god who's beyond yeah. everyone and like eternal, been around forever. So I mean, it's, then mm? it's I kind of wish I think it's what you were saying. I wish they did a bit more on it. I, you know what? I'm willing to accept they don't. I'm willing to accept yeah. they don't. But yeah, sure. I, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, I'd love to know more, definitely. But I'm not. Um, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not bad. I'm not sad. Sorry. Yeah. Or, ma- or mad that, that they didn't. Uh, they didn't choose to do so. But yeah, we have um, Zool and mm. uh, Vince Clortho, who are the um, gatekeeper and the keymaster, and they must join yes. together to open the door. To release, uh, to release Goza from the yes. sort of uh, the uh, from his prison in the alternate dimension, and he comes through to Earth, and then they they manage to uh, they get him with the, they get him with the lasers, they get it. Sorry, they get it with the lasers, and then he goes, "Ah, oh, you must choose the form of the Destructor." Yes. Goes, oh, okay. Well, we can't think about anything. Right. Yeah. And then we get probably one of the best bits in the film. Uh, yeah, with but, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, yeah. I'd say who it everyone is the best knows, the, film. <laughs> the massive um, Stay Puft uh, Marshmallow Man, who's huge Godzilla-sized man in a suit. Yeah. He's like the combination of like the sort of. I think when I was a, ch- I think when I was a child, I thought it was an American thing, like it wasn't yeah. invented for the film. Like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was something that existed in America. To be fair, I think but, when I was younger, I assumed it was similar to the Michelin Man. I think that's what it was based on. I think it was yeah. based off the Michelin Man and sort of the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. And, you know, that sort of um, mascot. So, yeah, the, the staple of Marshmallow has become a staple as well, as yeah. has Slimer and Zool. And... But we get, uh, they have to cross the streams to defeat do. the staple of Marshmallow Man. And they explode. It explodes into thousands of tons of shaving cream. And it does splatters everybody did you and um the city is saved did you notice at the end when the uh mr staper has been uh killed yes there's priests that are praying over like little bits of marshmallow on the floor the, really 
Yeah. I noticed, I noticed they, they deal with religion quite a bit in this film. Yeah, because again... The priests are gathered around the building when there's the dark skies and when Goda yeah. turns up. Well, there's the part when the mayor as well. Yeah. Where he comes in and he's like, oh, I, I can't I can't give you advice on like what the religious aspects of it are. And then Winston talks to him because they've got that kind of religious connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but no, it's... I prefer Stay Puff to... Actually, do I prefer Stay Puff to um, Slimer? I know I like Slimer, personally, because I feel like Slimer is more of the sort of archetypal ghost. Yeah. And the and the puppet looks... I really like the puppet design. The puppet is the, good. The, the practical effect. I love practical effects. If any practical effect, then you've got me, right? You, you, you've got me. That's why um, I get so angry about Jurassic World every time we talk about it. Yeah. But um, the practical effects... Should really make a film where you where, where they require them, right? My one of my favorite films ever. I'm not going to start. I'm just going to mention it. One of my favorite films ever, Dark Crystal. So everything yeah. is practical effect. Yeah, I mean it's it's Pretty one much. of my favorite films. It's it's the thing. Same thing. Everything's practical effects. Yeah, the thing. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Great effects in that. Yeah. So so we have a big love of practical effects here. We do. Show, and Ghostbusters is a great is a great um, example of that. Do you know what? You're you're not going to get this right. But for some viewers, for, for, well, you, know, you might not be surprised if you do. For some viewers at home who are like around in the 80s and 90s, unlike I was, but I got passed down this uh, this toy. Slimer reminds me of a boglin. Do you know what a boglin is? No, but carry on. A boglin is an old toy from, I think they've remade them now. Because uh, yeah, 90s and 80s are back. Boglins are like this weird, like, they're a hand puppet essentially, and there is weird creatures that look a bit demonic or like orcs or bats, like weird kind of. And you just put your hand in it and it moves the mouth and they're made out like rubber. Right. Okay. They're really weird. Is that because is that because Slimer is well. Slimer is only a pair of hands and a mouth? Yeah. It, it, that's what Slimer reminds me of. It reminds me of a boglin. Oh, okay. Also, a very fun word to say. Boglin. Yeah, boglin. Right, so anyway, back to the... We just spent about five minutes talking about Slimer. Yeah, so let's, let's go back to um, the Ghostbusters themselves, the busting. Why don't we go back to one of the human characters? Okay. And that being... Um, would you say he's a villain, an antagonistic force? Ah, okay, you're one about Mr... Walter Peck. <laughs> yeah. Is he right? I mean, okay, well, technically... If, if, it, right. if, if this was real life, right, and there's people saying they could stop ghosts and there's this massive fire station with these right. weird machines that were capturing ghosts. Okay. Would people be sceptical? Yes. Would people want to, you know, make sure it's not, especially now with like the, um, what was it, the conference happened a couple of weeks right. ago. But also, would you force them to turn them? I mean, to be fair, if you were him and someone went, we've got ghosts in his boxes, okay. we can't turn them off. Would you believe mm-hmm. them? Or would you I'm... force turn them off well well they indicated that the machine was was it's not in it's not infinite it cannot hold an infinite amount of ghosts yeah so it may overload at some point he's treated as an antagonist because he's like he's bursting into the ghostbusters thing and he's like turn all this off this is unsanctioned or unsanctioned equipment or whatever he said i mean to be fair yeah but it's also true they're using equipment that they're not really authorized to use yes yes <laughs> i mean if i if I turn around one day and saw people on the street that could fire like a massive beam out of a, out of yeah, a, I'd be like, hmm, it's one of those antagonists that you get occasionally where the villain makes sense. 
Okay. Well, yeah, actually, I think I feel like was, that was done from by design. Yeah. I feel like that because was on like, purpose. He's only a villain to us because we know that we know yeah. there's ghosts in there and we know what happens. Think about this for a second, right? Yep. You've heard you're you're you know EPA official. You've got mm-hmm. your, you know you've done your time. You've got a family at home. <laughs> done you know, my maybe time. Maybe you have. Maybe you, yeah, you're doing your time in the job. You know, you're a, you're a veteran of the job, right? You're okay. a veteran of the job. Yeah. Um, you wear your badge. You've got your suit, right? You've yeah. got your kids at home. You know. Mm-hmm. You like to come home on a Friday night and put your feet up and have you know ribeye steak and mashed potatoes, right? Sure. Wonderful. I'm painting. I'm painting a good picture <laughs> for you, Corey. Okay. And then one day. You hear down the down the pipeline that there's these three discredited college professors running yeah. around New York with unlicensed nuclear accelerators on their backs, you know, keeping whatever extremely toxic byproduct that you know in some sort of homemade containment unit they yeah. slap together out of out of whatever chicken wire duct tape and good vibes, you know. Yeah. You probably want someone to look into that, right? And then you found out, and you found out they were doing this because they wanted just purely to turn a profit mm. from you know shooting shooting these atom splitting laser beams at ghosts you pro- you probably want someone to go out and check that out right i mean again and, it, it's it's just because we know that they're in the thing and we know that if they escape it's going to be bad that's why he's a villain to us it's like we also know that peter venkman is probably not a very nice man another thing about walter peck is um when Ivan Reitman ran into uh, William Atherton, who plays um, Walter Peck, a few weeks after, you might know about this. Mm. Um, William Atherton became enraged as he told Ivan Reitman that people would, would after viewing this film, would try to fight him in bars, would, try <laughs> to, would heckle okay. him in the street as he's walking down the street. Yeah. Um, and the tip of it all was one day, um, shortly after the film's release, he was walking down a stretch on 7th Avenue in New York City Mm. Um, crowded by um, school buses and tourist buses, where he was um, heckled by a by a massive bus, where everyone was shouting at him. Um, you know, you know, referring to that very famous line that Venkman uh, says, uh, where he refers to him as having no. Yes. 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 Less of less of one. Mm. So that's he. He can't escape that. So now. And also, this is actually a Columbia Pictures' highest-grossing film of all time when adjusted for inflation. Yes, it you know that that is correct. Uh, also, it, we're in the trivia section now, Corey. Yes, we are. We've hit the trivia mile. We, we've busted the trivia mile wide open. I did so... look at trivia, and I couldn't remember all of it. Isn't this also? I could. This could be a different film because I looked up two films. Isn't this also like the second highest-grossing mm. comedy, except for Home Alone? I believe I do believe so. I think um, it's the second old... highest. I think it's the highest until Home Alone came around. Egon never smiles. Okay. You watch the That's... entire film, he never smiles. So fair enough. I love the fact that someone out there has noticed that. Has noticed. He's watched the entire film and every single scene, looking at his face. Well, no, he's never got smiled. Like, we would have got like halfway and gone. Wait a minute. Do you smile in this film? I had to rewatch it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> do you know that this is set in the same film universe as Die Hard? Is there like a billboard or something? <laughs> no, 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 it isn't actually. Apart from the fact that William Atherton has a has a role in both. Mm. In Die Hard, he's the head of the news station. And in um, Ghostbusters, he's obviously Walter Peck. But, um, you know, Reginald Vell Johnson, Reginald Vell Johnson, the guy that plays Sergeant Powell in Die Hard, mm. uh, he's in Ghostbusters. He's the, he's the guy that lets them out the, uh, that, that lets them out the, lets them out the jail cell. 
Interesting. And it's been con- it's been confirmed that they're the same character. But as for as for a real rating, mm. do you have do you have anything? I do. I don't do. Okay. Okay. What have you got? I've got an eight point five. Oh, eight point five. Nice. I was going to go for a nine. I was thinking nine. But I think eight point five. Um, if we can level on eight point five, then I'm happy with that. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, IMDb I think gives it a seven point six. Oh really? Yeah. I believe okay. it is. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you know what. I think eight point five. I, th- mm-hmm. I feel like it's a decent film. It's a good film. I am giving it the exact same rating I gave Johnny English. Uh, oh yes, yes. For different reasons. For different mm-hmm. reasons. Um, but no, I think it's it's a good film. It's a very very good film. It's a very fun film. Yeah. You know, yeah. Get get your family round. Get all warm blankets. Yeah. Get some food. Get Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, of course. It's, well, I think I think it's a fun film to to sit down and watch. You know? Exactly. It's 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 a safe option. You know, you you you, you kind of can't not be in a mood for Ghostbusters. It's one of them films. Of course, of course. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I don't know what to watch. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Mm. No one's going to say no to Ghostbusters. A piece so, of paper just fell off my table. I'm going to ignore oh, that. Oh, fair enough. Well, in, well, <laughs> perhaps that piece of paper has your weekly rec on it. I'm going to recommend the first Space Jam movie, not oh. the remake. Space Jam yeah. is dumb, right? It's Michael Jordan with the Looney Tunes versus Aliens. Yeah. Who play basketball. And Danny mm-hmm. DeVito's in it. And it's very good fun. And it's very good comedy. And I like the Looney Tunes. I'm a Looney Tunes fan. Mm-hmm. All right. I've got VHSs of the Looney Tunes. I'm really showing my age. Yep. Uh, I used to watch this on VHS when I was younger because... It's just a fantastic film. So, I'm going to give it a nine. A nine? A nine. I said nine really long, because I was really tempted to say 9.5. But a I nine. nine. Oh, well, if you would have given it a ten, you know what that means. But we would have had to review it. A, a nine is good, because we yes. will probably review it at some other point. This is fun. This is fun concepts, right? Just give us some fun. There's no point to the... The whole point is we're playing basketball. You're not, you're not watching it for the story. You're watching mm-hmm. it and see Michael Jordan dunk on some aliens. I think that... Draws, draws to a close our, our first review of Ghost, our review of Ghostbusters 1984 mm. and we may come at you with a new, with a with another review of the newest Ghostbusters Ghostbusters Afterlife true but until then we'll be back next week it's nearly December and we know what December is it's Christmas it's month it's Christmas oh that reminds me on this day many moons ago yep. the Star Wars Holiday Special was released oh wow don't even <laughs> uh, They'll be going back to it. Well, I'm getting out of here as fast as possible. So <laughs> it's uh, it will be a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.